Shalom to all. This is Mizrahi's Daily Dose on the Daf for Nazir Daf Chav Zayin. That's 27. Now, the Gemara discusses a number of scenarios which have to do with a father and son. The idea is that the father did an Aveira, he sinned, and he has to bring a Karban, a sacrifice for his atonement. Now, before he was able to do so, he died. Turns out that his son also needs to bring a Karban for an Aveira that he committed. The question is, may the son use the animal that was originally designated by his father? And this question is not limited to an animal that his father set aside. It's also asked regarding money. Let's say his father designated money to be used for purchasing an animal, which was subsequently brought as a sacrifice, and then he died. May the son use this money? And the answer across the board is a resounding no. He is not allowed to use the money or animal that his father intended to use. And the question is, why not? So the Gemara explains that we have a unique way of understanding a few psukim, a few verses, and that teaches us this law. However, let's delve into the panemius, the deeper understanding of this. What is a karbon, a sacrifice? So the commentaries explain that in a way, it's a substitute for the person himself. In a way, he should be the sacrifice. But since we don't offer human sacrifice, the animal is brought in his stead. However, he infuses the animal with his very being, if you will. Before the carbon is slaughtered, something called smicha is performed. Smicha is the entire body weight of the person placed on the animal, and this echoes this above idea that the person is infusing himself into the carbon. And when discussing carbonos, the psukim often use the word liratzain or lirtsainai, meaning according to his will or desire. And this highlights that a person bringing a sacrifice must be doing so out of the true and pure desire to improve himself and be close to Hashem. And now we can understand why the son can't use his father's carbon. In a way, this animal is already partially vested with a bit of his father's ratzon, desire and will. And it can't just be transferred so easily to him. That's why the son has to bring his own carbon. He can't use somebody else's. And this idea of a person expressing ratzon is apropos for this time of year as well. This week is Rosh Chodesh Adar and Purim is right around the corner. The great rabbis teach that Purim is a holiday of ratzon, a holiday of desire. And the reason for that is as follows. The Jews at the time of Achashverosh had a terrible decree hanging over their head, and that's because they enjoyed the lavish meal of Achashverosh, about which the Megillah says was kirtzon ish ve'ish. It was done only according to the desire of each person. No one was forced to partake in the meal. They did so out of their own free will. And this was a party that Achashverosh was throwing to celebrate that the Beis HaMikdash hadn't been rebuilt yet. And the Jews enjoying such a party means that they too were happy that the Beis HaMikdash wasn't rebuilt. They misused their ratzon, so they needed to show how they could use it properly. And when they did true teshuva, repentance and accepted the Torah Baratzon, they showed Hashem that their priorities were once again in the right place. At this time of year, let's make it a focus to take our Ritzonos, our deep desires, and use them for the good, for connecting to Hashem in the proper way, and with that merit, the coming of Mashiach that came from Hervia Menu, everyone should have a wonderful day.